Hello everyone and welcome back to Gold Digging and Manifesting with Alanis. So how are we all today? I hope you're all doing well. This is a day late and I do apologise. I had some trouble with the storage on my iPhone. I don't know if anyone else is like this but I don't have storage on my iphone ever um so i had to delete loads of pictures and everything like that to be able to download the software to record this podcast but i just want to say a huge thank you to those of you that have been reaching out from this podcast telling me how much you love it how much it helps you um i do on my instagram put loads of polls and weekly question boxes for you all to get involved with and the response on that has been amazing um i literally don't get no money from this podcast at all i just do it because your messages of you saying how much you love it mean the world to me so thank you girls who have reached out so I'm going to start off as I always do talking about my week a little bit it is a new month which I love so of course I had to reflect on my goals for October um, and set my new goals for November sorry if you can hear my diary page is turning I'm just finding them so my October goals that I met was well this is what I set I set to have 150k on TikTok, which I didn't do, unfortunately, I'm on 140. I set to have 7,800 on Instagram, which I have done. I set to sell 30 jackets for, um, if you want to support me, girls, I do have a boutique called Dressed by Fifi on Instagram, and I sell them fur jackets, at uh, faux fur ofs. Um, I put that I'm grateful that I got to keep my train contract, which basically, at my work, we have exams, and if you fail, you lose your job, and I passed two. Um, and I did fail one but I get to retake it so it is all good Um, so I got my training contract and I just ticked them off what I did do and what I didn't do so November goals what I've put down is I'm so grateful for feeling confident with my financial and accounting reporting exam and smashing exam practice which you know what it's only four days into the month and I've already enrolled on a course I've already done nine hours of revision this week so yeah um I've put I want to do x amount of chargeable hours for work um I want to have 150 on TikTok and 8200 on Instagram so let's see how I get on with them I didn't do a lot of goals this month because my exam is my my priority and sometimes I do loads of goals and I end up losing focus on what is important so I have kept them short and sweet this month and this is your reminder to set yours I'm now going to go into answering two questions like I do every week uh, that you guys have sent in to me so I'm going to go and start with the first one the first question got sent in by a lovely girl who reached out on Instagram DM and said she loved my podcast and she wondered if I could give her advice on her scenario which is awful so She'd been with her partner for five years and at the beginning of the year she unfortunately had a miscarriage. I'm so sorry to hear this and I'm sending you all the love in the world. So when this happened her partner left her in hospital and she was feeling really hurt and she thought fuck it and she got with someone else. This new person was really there for her, this was going on a while but it was too soon so that ended. Her ex has now found out about this, hates her for it. They're in the same friendship group, they're around each other and he's holding it against her. And she just wanted some advice on my opinion of the whole situation. Now, I just want to reassure you that you have done absolutely nothing wrong. You said he's trying to make you feel bad about it. But really, I think it's all a projection of how he feels. I feel like 
he should have been there for you when this will happen. Although he was going through something too, you you know, he could have been there for you and you could have been there for him. But instead, he left you in hospital. And I think after being with someone five years, that's just a bizarre thing to do. So I think him being angry about the whole situation is more his embarrassment. Like, he feels like someone else was there for you. This new boy was there for you. And he actually wasn't. He wasn't able to be there for you and he left you and I feel his anger is towards himself um it's towards himself that he left you in that situation it's towards he let another man you know look after you when you felt that shit about everything that had happened and I just want you to know that you have done absolutely nothing wrong at all and I get you're in the same friendship group and you want to squash this because it's an awkward situation, but if he can't see what he's done wrong, and all you've done is what anyone would do, and I'll admit, when I'm hurt, when someone's hurt me, oh my god, I go wild, like, I, it's like you're, you're trying to cover and conceal what you actually feel, rather than facing it, so you just go out all the time, or in your case, it was, you got with someone else, and you had someone else there, so it wasn't making, you wasn't thinking about the whole situation between you and him, which is totally normal, you are human and everyone does it, and you've done nothing wrong, he did, all you did is, he wasn't giving you the comfort that you needed in such a horrible, horrific time, and then you got it from somewhere else, so I think that his anger isn't towards you and what you've done, and that he hates you, I think he hates, one, the whole situation, because it's really not a nice thing to happen, and two, that he couldn't be there for you, for whatever reason, I don't know him, I don't know what's going on in his head, um, but I think he needs to stop blaming you for the situation because it's not your fault. And I think, like you said, you've become so toxic and stuff now. Maybe it's time to pull back a little bit from them group social events at the moment until this anger can sort of go from his part or he needs to pull back. I don't know why you should, but sometimes he's probably thriving of you being in that group situation and him knowing he's making you feel uncomfortable so good luck with whatever you choose to do, but I just wanted to answer this question because I want you to know that you've done nothing wrong, you're not a horrible person, you've done what absolutely anybody would do. Question two was sent from someone on my Q&A Instagram box, and they said, I went on a first date with this boy, he was really nice, wanted to see me for ages, so I finally went. Went back to his, done whatever, and now he won't answer me. Have I fucked it up? Oh my God, I hate boys. And honestly, you have done nothing wrong. You know, you said, have I fucked it up? Fucked up what? He is obviously an arsehole. Like, why would you want to be with someone like that? And I, I it's, it's a shame, but it's true that boys have this kind of um, opinion about if a girl sleeps with them on the first date, that they are whatever, that they're, you know, not worthy of a second and that they're a bit of a, whatever they, whatever word, disgusting words that they use to describe girls who do that, which isn't fair at all. I mean, look, you haven't got to feel any regret. You haven't messed anything up. Some boys are just so sick like that. And it's a shame, but once boys get what they want, they normally feel like they don't need to put in the work anymore and vacate but let me tell you that is a boy that is not a man 
a man will at least have the decency to follow up and say, look, you know, I feel really bad about what happened, but I'm not interested in carrying this on further or whatever. The fact that you said that he's ghosted you and won't answer you, sorry, there's a plane going over at the minute, is just disgusting. And he's a little boy, you haven't fucked nothing up because all that this has shown you is that he is a walking red flag. Um, I don't know what everyone's opinion is about, you know, getting with people on the first day and stuff like that. I don't really have an opinion. I've never really been a dater. I went from one boyfriend and then I was single for a little bit and I went on a first date to um I went for a curry and then I went on another group first date like a double date and that's it really I haven't really been on many dates so I don't I'm not really um aware of the dating scene and stuff like that but it is I do think that is true like if you are just looking to go out and get with him then go out and get with him and do what you want to do and don't feel no regrets but shit as it is boys do have that opinion if you seek them in the first date they're like oh do you know what I'm not interested anymore as wrong as that is because you know when you're out and you get in with someone and the chemistry's there and you've gone back to his and you've had a drink like it happens um but then some people you see stories online about some people sleeping with their partner on the first date and then they're married 20 years later so i'd love to hear your opinion on that um i might do a poll on it on instagram in the week just to see what your girl's opinions are i think if you're going out there and you don't want anything from it then like call do do what you want but if you do want something from it I just think personally how I would play is is I wouldn't um but yeah that's an interesting one but babes don't feel crap about it it's his loss like he's he's a boy not a man you need a man so we're getting into today's topic which is self-love and confidence this is actually the most highly requested um topic on my Instagram page like everyone wanted this everyone's always like please can you teach me how to love myself more and be more confident and I'm sorry but it's something that I can't teach because I am just like you all however I can give some tips and tricks so I've done a poll and 74% of you said that you could be more confident so what I'm gonna do on this podcast is try and get that percentage down to as small as I can um and just empower you all because you are all bad bitches. So the first bit I'm going to talk about is thinking, where does this lack of confidence come from? You know, why do you feel like that? I'm a big believer in that your confidence comes from your upbringing. So I believe that I am very confident. Um, and I have always been very confident growing up. I have had, like, I'm going to talk about that. I have had periods of time in my teenage life and sort of, going into like my 20s when I wasn't so confident um but growing up typically I um was very confident and I feel that is all from oh well a lot of it is from your childhood and like your upbringing and just the people you had around you and stuff like that um not saying if you wasn't confident that that is because you had a bad upbringing or anything like that I think some people just have I don't know what it is but all I can say is I feel a very confident child growing up and that is just because I was really praised by my parents. I was probably too confident when I was younger, a cocky little bitch. But I'm going to talk about some scenarios that have led people to have a lack of confidence and why this upsets me so much. So 77% of you said that your lack of confidence comes from being cheated on or the way someone treated you and beat you down in a previous relationship. And this is so upsetting and I got a range, I looked at a few people who had answered, and it was a range, it was some women who were in their 40s answering, it was girls that were in their early 20s, some of you was younger than that, 
Um, and I just think it's such a shame and it annoys me that we let men make us feel like that. Or ladies, if you like girls. But it just annoys me so much. And listen, I've done it before. Um, I'd say that's the, one of the times I did lose my confidence a little bit. I, I'll talk about it a bit more. But I've never been cheated on. But I was in a relationship towards the end. It was my own fault. But I felt like I was always like, oh, not good enough. Or I don't know why. I went through a phase of really comparing myself to people on Instagram. I'm not like that at all. I know Instagram's fake. I know it's a load of shit. But... I, like, had to kind of take myself off Instagram a little bit. Um, I would, like, be out and look at some girls and think, oh, my God, like, they're so prettier than me. Da, da, da. And I don't know why I had that. I've never had that before, and I'm not like that now. But I get it. It's like you can't run away from it. Um, so if you have been cheated on or if someone has beat you down in relationships, I just want to give you the tips that I've done to get myself out feeling like that. Because when I did go through my first breakup afterwards, I did feel low in myself. I didn't feel like I was pretty. I didn't feel like anyone else would want me. I didn't feel like... Um, and you know what? I actually feel quite embarrassed saying this, but I shouldn't. This is a reason I'm doing it to help you lot. So if anyone is feeling like this, you know it's normal. I come across so confident on my TikTok and stuff, but I have felt like this. Um... So this is what I've done and this is sort of my mindset that I had to get myself up again and back to my normal self and being a boss bitch. So what you need to remember, it is nothing to do with you. When you're with someone and they've got an ego and maybe you're better and you're damn better, that's really bad. Maybe you're, well, yeah, you're better than them and you're damaging their ego um, because they feel insecure that, you know, they might lose you. What they tend to do normally is beat you down. They Every little flaw you've got, they will pick on and they will make you know that you have got this flaw and they will remind you of it until you think, oh my God, this is a huge thing, like I hate myself for it. But it has nothing to do with you. It is all about their egos. And this is like boys who cheat. Boys normally cheat on banging girls, like beautiful 10-10, you know, wifeys. And no disrespect, but normally for some skanks. That is always the way it is. And the reason boys do this is sometimes if they're in a relationship or they're starting to feel like they have to settle down, they need to remind themselves, oh, actually, no, I can still do what I want. I'm still on the market. Like, no, you know, you've got a girlfriend. But I can get, I can pull these dogs. I can pull these dogs. Look, I've got loads of girls who want me. No, you ain't. You've got loads of chihuahuas who want you. Like, bulldogs who want you. Do you know what I mean? It's all about their ego. So please do not ever 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 think that this has something to do with you because it doesn't it is it is something to do with the boys um and you've done nothing wrong it all comes down to their ego so stop thinking it's you stop looking at your flaws you have you know there's nothing wrong with you at all um and like we said we love the good and the bad about ourselves. and one day you will find someone who does appreciate the good and the bad the second thing is stop that inner critic, like stop that voice inside your head that is like, oh no, don't do that, uh, no, don't wear your hair like that, oh god, I wish that I looked like these girls on Instagram, stop that, whenever you get a negative thought like that, replace it with a more positive um, thought, or if you can't, say something good about yourself, say something about yourself that you like that day. Another thing is, remember, you are not alone. We've all felt like it. I've felt like this. I'm probably the most confident of a like, person that I've, I know out of my friends. I'm, but I wasn't. It, it, you're not alone. Everyone goes through phases of feeling like this. 
Another thing that I done, and I feel like this helped so much, was coming off social media. So that way I wasn't seeing, like, who my ex was, pictures were liking, or who he was following, or what girls he was commenting on, and all stuff like that. And you're also not comparing yourself to other girls on Instagram, you know? Like, you're not constantly being flashed with pretty girls on Instagram and girls on holiday while you're just sat at home in your jammers like I am right now, with spots and greasy hair, like you're just focusing on reality and not this world of social media so coming off social media is a really good idea and if you're feeling like this I 100% strongly recommend it something I want you to do whether you feel like this because of a previous relationship or not is write down and I've done this the other day and at first you're like oh this is taking a while because you might not feel too confident about yourself but as soon as you start it like the reasons just flow out of you so it's a hundred reasons someone would want to date you so write down a hundred things that you love about yourself and this is a hundred reasons why someone wants to date you and then whenever you feel low you can just refer to this book and think do you know what yes I'm actually a catch I don't know why I'm letting Pete from Tinder make me feel like I'm not because he's airing me for two hours I am a catch Another thing that I done was rebuilding myself. And I, do you know what? I can remember it this day so clearly. It was in August and I just had enough. I'd had enough of feeling like crap. And I went to Zara I'd done like a, on my own in Oxford Street. I don't know why that's such a big deal, but pff, it was at the time. I felt like, do you know what? I've got this. Um, I went to Zara, done like a £250 shop of clothes, which at the, at the moment sounds like nothing because I just, I'm a Zara addict, but back then I wasn't. I got new hair, I got a whole new like weft in my hair, dyed my hair, I got my makeup done, I got banging Instagram pictures, this is when my TikTok started to grow, so like it was literally that weekend that I spent money on myself, I went from 3,000 followers on TikTok to 10,000 followers on TikTok, it's all about the universe aligns with you and your vibes and that's when your manifesting stations start coming true, this isn't a manifesting TikTok by the way but that is just a fact, um, so yeah, rebuild yourself, spend money on getting your nails done, get your nails done, get your hair done, get your lashes done, get it all done. And honestly, go out with your chin up and your shoulders straight. Sometimes if it, it is something that they've done wrong to you or they've cheated on you or they made you feel bad, it's really good to forgive them and write this in a goodbye letter, address it to them, write it and then burn it. Obviously outside, health and safety, of course. Um, but it's really good if you don't want to text them, and I wouldn't recommend texting them because they don't deserve your apology. They don't deserve to let you let them know that you forgive them without them giving an apology. But I would write this down and get it out. Journaling helps so much. Um, and then, yeah, we're going to focus on practicing our self love because we love ourselves and it's okay. So, I'm going to go into the next topic of self love and what it means to people. So I did do a poll on Instagram and I said, what does self-love mean to you? Like, what does self-love actually mean? Some of you said it was just having a bath in silence with a glass of Prosecco once your kids are in bed. Some of you said it is taking care of yourself, eating right, doing what you love and feeling happy about it. Some of you said it was accepting who you are, being happy in yourself unconditionally, loving yourself unconditionally, but still working to be the best version of yourself and loving the good and the bad. Do you know what? Yeah, and for me, it actually... One of them just hit me. It is taking care of myself, eating right, and doing what I love and feel happy about it. If I could define self-love, that would be it. Like, 
I'm actually starving at the minute, so I need to, I'm so on the go all the time that self-love is actually me taking a moment and thinking, right, no, you need to eat this morning so you've got energy to go through your day um, and just be, be in a good mood and feel good about yourself. So yeah, whatever self-love is to you, it won't always be the same to everybody, but whatever it is, make sure you find what it is and you practice that every day. It could be um, allowing yourself to buy the expensive M&S strawberries and get chocolate uh, dairy milk and melting it over it and having them every night. That might be self-love to you. Self-love might be, you know, the cliche face mask and cosy night in. Self-love might be cutting off toxic people that you know don't serve a purpose in your life anymore, but you keep them around for them, not because you're doing the right thing for you. That might be what self-love is to you. And whatever it is, find it. Try out different stuff. And once you find it, practice it as much as you can. Self-love practices let go. So first of all, with self-love, it's all about setting boundaries. Um, stop doing loads of stuff for other people who wouldn't do anything for you. If it's a Friday night and you're meant to go out with this girl who only messages you when her boyfriend's going out and she really wants company and she's like, please, 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 you have to come out with me, you have to come out with me, and you don't want to, do you know what you're going to do? You're going to give her a message and say, hi, babe, sorry, I don't fancy going out today. I'm going to lay in bed instead. You don't need to give anyone an excuse for having a self-love day or a self-love night. And that may be just laying in bed and ordering a curry and watching Gossip Girl and just doing nothing and not beating yourself up about it, not looking on Instagram and seeing everyone out and be like, oh, I wish you was more sociable. I wish that you wanted to go out all the time and wanted to get dressed up. No, you're allowed to stay in. And all these people have probably forced themselves to go out, spent loads of money and waking up a hangover tomorrow anyway. So one thing you can do is create a self-love ritual. So this could be turning off the TV, turning your phone off, getting off um, social media for 15 minutes and just take some time to, you know, put some moisturiser on your skin, massage your feet, thank them for giving you um, the ability to get to where you need to get. As you moisturise your hands, love them for all the introductions that they've helped you with throughout life, for all the exams that they've helped you use your pen and sit. Take a moment to stop taking your body for granted and shower your body with gratitude. Another thing is to make a list of what's working for me. So truly loving yourself comes from self-acceptance and one helpful step towards getting to that point is finding out what works for you, what actually makes you happier, what brings positivity to your life. Um, Writing that out and the stuff that don't slowly, because obviously work, work might not, um, but we need to go to work. But then you might think, why is my work not? Maybe I need to look for a new job. Uh, maybe I need to change the team that I'm working with. Maybe I need to change my career completely. It's just maybe taking a moment to sit and think about what is working for you. Cleaning out your closet. Tidying is so much more therapeutic than you think and decluttering and that feeling of maybe, you know what, getting rid of some of your clothes, selling them on Depop, getting a bit of money. Getting rid of your clothes, giving them to a charity and knowing that you've helped other people may also make you feel good about yourself and give yourself confidence. Another thing that you can do um, is stop comparing yourself on social media. 53% of people said that they follow people who make them feel bad. And that is not okay. That has to stop. Um, 
unfollow people who make you feel like, oh, do you know what? I wish I looked like them. Because I promise you, they probably don't look like that in real life themselves. So only follow people who lift you up. Follow pages of positivity and follow pages of normal people who are showing their normal life. And follow what you like to follow, not what you feel like you need to follow. Because you need to find out what piece of jewellery Molly May's got this week or whatever, which you know you're not following her because you you hate her and you're like oh, i'm so envious just because you don't need to see that if that's what's making you feel bad to round today's podcast off i'm gonna fire some quick tips to be a bad bitch so number one is stop comparing yourself comparison is the thief of joy why are you you are you and that is what makes you unique and that is what your journey is about it's about you you are the main character stop comparing yourself to people whether that's the person your ex cheated on you with whether that's the pretty waitress whether that's some girl on instagram someone that you follow on tiktok you are you and that is your power number two is stop worrying about others opinions and there is this quote that says when you're 20 you care what everyone thinks when you're 30 you stop caring what everyone thinks and when you're 40 you realize that no one ever cares at all and that is so true like as human beings we are so selfish like everyone's too selfish and self-absorbed to even be worrying about what you're doing or if you look like an idiot everyone's too worried about themselves so no one is watching do what you want number three is allow yourself to make mistakes that is all part of learning like no one's perfect no human is perfect and if you was you wouldn't be human and it wouldn't be fun like life is about the bounce back that you make from these mistakes Um, i'm watching hell's kitchen at the minute and all they keep saying is bounce back bounce back i don't know if you watched hell's kitchen but i love it um another one is remember that your value doesn't lie in how you look like the inside and listen you're all beautiful you're all bad bitches and you'll know that but if you're feeling like you're not stop worrying about that don't spend money trying to get work done and stuff like that because one you don't need it two you look like an idiot and three focus on making yourself a better person 35 percent of you said that you were not confident in the way that you look um and i'm not having it I'm not having it you're beautiful the next one is don't be afraid to get rid of toxic people toxic people are very good at making you feel like you need them and that no one else will have you and that they're like putting up with you which isn't true they're actually really unconfident and insecure and they're trying to project that on you. Another one is process your fears. Allow yourself to have fears, process them and break them down. I think, what Like, what am I scared about? What is the worst that's going to happen? 87% of you said that your confidence affects your behaviours and affects what you're doing. But why? Like I said, no one cares. And the next one is trust yourself. Like, I always see it as you are this person and then you have a body. Like, your soul is an actual is you and then you have a body and you are on a journey with this person trust yourself like it's okay you're gonna make mistakes it's fine another one is take all opportunities I would be so upset if someone didn't take an opportunity because they didn't have the confidence if you ever feel like that please give me a message take every opportunity that you get by the balls and run with it and if it doesn't work and it was the wrong thing to do we move so thank you guys for listening um i hope that you enjoyed today's topic please give me a follow on instagram at alanis underscore cooper to take part in future polls for the podcast to ask me questions for our weekly advice and if you would like to see any guests on this podcast please give me a message and let me know who because i feel like when you have someone on here you can talk for a bit longer like i'm out of breath i need a drink um so yeah, any guests that you'd like to see or even if it's like a girly chat, 
maybe I could get some of my followers to join the podcast over Zoom um, and you can all ask me questions and we'll do it like a an Aunt Agony sort of Wednesday um, session but then we'll put it into a TikTok. Let me know what you think and again thank you so much for listening, it means the world. See you next week.